All right. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Tibby. Uh, we'll get started. Last week, we were talking about attitudes uh, toward learning. Uh, we were doing, we're in Simon Reish Mem Vav. This is Yoradea, so a different area, uh, not Orachayim. Uh, but here he goes through all the Hilfas Talmud Torah, all the halachas of learning Torah. Um, and until now, we discuss woman learning Torah, um, how to split up your time learning Torah. Uh, then last week, we discussed sleeping in the base medrash, talking in the base medrash, how one should treat the base medrash overall. Uh, and then we had this uh, long mission Bura on Sicha Betela, on uh, talking about things that don't have to do with learning or Torah, uh, that it should really be done outside of the base medrash. Uh, and we mentioned that our base medrashes are a little bit different. They don't have the same kedusha, and they're not set aside just as a base medrash in general. Uh, so they're also uh, reserved. Uh, they Generally, the person building it makes a tanai that, oh, you can also eat and drink and talk and make kiddushes. Uh, and that's why in our shoals we'll have kiddush and shul. Uh, we'll events and shava brachos sometimes uh, and... Uh, dancing, bar mitzvahs, etc. Uh, so our, our base medrash slash base knesses is a little bit different than the way they had it set up back then. Um, but nevertheless, uh, what the takeaway is that uh, we should really be careful how we talk in the base medrash uh, and what the Mishnah Bruce says, like definitely not lush and hara or, or things that are going to cause strife, talking against another Jew, God forbid. Um, so we should really... Um, um, treat the base medrash with the proper sanctity, with the proper respect, um, and try to reserve it only for learning and tefillah uh, as much as possible. Uh, so now we get into source number four at the bottom of page one. Seif Yurches in the Shulchan Arach says the Shulchan Arach Talmud Torah Shakol Kenegik Kol Mitzvos that Talmud Torah is equal to all the other mitzvos. Uh, if a person has before him two possible mitzvahs, right? There's somebody waiting at the door uh, trying to get in or an elderly person walking by and you can help them um, or stand up for them. Uh, so if it's possible for this mitzvah, somebody else to do it, right? There's another person in shul and they're, they're available to, to open the door for the other person. Um, or to help out the elderly person, etc. Uh, so low yafsik. So then don't stop yourself, right? Because Talmud Torah is really greater in schar than the other mitzvah. Uh, so if it's possible for somebody else to do it, then don't be mafsik. And similarly, if it's what's called a mitzvah she'inu overus, it's not a, it's not going to run away from you, the mitzvah, right? It'll still be there in uh, in a few hours from now. Uh, so for instance, your mother asks you to uh, clean out the garage. Uh, so you can really do it later on. Uh, so you can ask her, hey, can I do it instead uh, later on? If she says no, so then your only way of being Mekayim Kibbutz aim is to do it now because she doesn't want you doing it later on. She wants you doing it now. But if you ask her and she says she doesn't mind, uh, so then it's equal, right? She, you could do it afterwards. It's not a mitzvah overus. It's not a passing mitzvah. Uh, and therefore also a person should not be mafsik his learning. Uh, if not, a person should do the mitzvah, meaning if it is a passing by mitzvah, you're going to lose the opportunity. Uh, or if there's nobody else there to fulfill the mitzvah and somebody needs help, so then uh, you should be mafsik and then come back to it after, uh, uh, and then come back to your learning afterwards. Uh, so then a person should be mafsik. 
Uh, we discussed two reasons why a person should be mafsik, right? If Talmud Torah is so great, why should a person be mafsik? Uh, so we said one uh, reason from Rabbeinu Yonah uh, was that um, a person is supposed to le- learn in order to fulfill, right? And uh, the Gemara and Chazal say terrible things about a person who learns and doesn't, uh, and doesn't fulfill the mitzvot. Uh, meaning he's not learning almanas lasos. He's not learning with the intention that oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna up my game. I'm gonna do more mitzvos uh, and more detail in my mitzvos. Uh, if a person doesn't learn with that intention, uh, Chazal say he's like a chamor, like like a donkey who uh, uh, just follows its instincts, etc. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, so uh, so Rabbeinu Yonah is saying that a person needs to. The whole purpose of learning is in order to do. And therefore, if there's no other way for it to be done, uh, then you have to snap into action and you have to even um, you even have to stop from your learning in order to fulfill the mitzvah. Um, and the Chidah and Grog give a different svar. They say more of like a, a svar, like a reasoning that if we never allow a person to be mafsik his learning, uh, so because Talmud Torah is a mitzvah that uh, takes up every single second of your day, uh, right? You always have the opportunity to learn more Torah. Uh, it's one of the things that, uh, that have no limit. Uh, so therefore, a person would never be able to fulfill all the other mitzvahs. Hashem wants us to fulfill all 613. Uh, not just Talmud Torah all day and night. So therefore, Svara is that, uh, that a person can be mafsik. Uh So now let's go through a whole bunch of different scenarios. What's considered a mitzvah overus, a passing mitzvah, not a passing mitzvah. Um, so we have, um, there's passing, mitzvah overus would be something like kriyashma, right? So that's time bound. Uh, so kriyashma, the time is going to pass. Uh, you're going to miss zman kriyashma in the morning or at night. Uh, zman, uh, or tefillin, uh, or davening, right? So any of those things, if they're coming by and you're in the middle of learning, even though you're in the middle of learning and you should really say, ah, oh, tamatar kanegakula, no, a person should stop because they're going to lose the opportunity to daven, uh, mincha or to put on tefillin, or uh, to stand up for the elderly person, etc. Uh, so therefore, a person should even be mafsik for those things, if it's a mitzvah overus. Uh, should you miss sim- uh, Seder to go to Simcha, right? There's an engagement party, uh, or there's a wedding, or there's a bar mitzvah, or a bris in the morning, and you usually learn at that time, so you're usually uh, at the shir. Somebody calls you, oh, I have a bris milah. So- <coughs> So should you tell a person, ah, Talmud Torah connected kulam, and therefore I shouldn't go, or no, you should be mafsik in order to go to the simcha. Uh, so generally going to a simcha is considered uh, a mitzvah, right? It's a mitzvah of gemilas chasadim. Uh, and more than that, it could also be, if it's a sudas mitzvah, then you're also partaking in a sudas mitzvah. So it can be on both those fronts. Gemilas chasadim, you're giving to the other person, you're making them feel good, you're showing up. People want people to be at their simcha. Uh, particularly if it's a mitzvah simcha, uh, simcha chasam v'kala. Um, so then you have, uh, right, that's one of the things we say in the Mishnah and Peah in the morning, Elu Devaram. So that also has a, like a higher level. Uh, so the way it goes, weddings, uh, more of a reason. Uh, and in all these things you have to gauge, is it more, like you have to gauge pretty much how close you are with that person. Um, and if it's uh, if it's considered the norm for you to go, and if the person's kind of not necessarily expecting, but like if it's normal for for a person with your relationship with the bal simcha to go, uh, and if it's normal for a person with your relationship with the bal simcha to go, so then it would be permitted to go. If you should go, 
uh, already depends on your level of learning. So this is why people ask, should I go to you know, this particular, this friend's wedding? I haven't seen him in two years, uh, but maybe it would be nice to show up. Uh, but I'm going to miss, you know, two star of learning because I have to travel an hour and a half. Here it's not so common. Uh, it is if you go to Melbourne, uh, but particularly if in, you're in the New York area, uh, you have to go to Lakewood, which is like two hours away, or Muncie, or all the different areas there. Uh, so a person needs to really gauge, A, is it normal with uh, what level of closeness you're on with the Baal Simcha? Uh, is it normal for a person uh, with your relationship to go? Uh, and then if you should go, really depends on uh, on what it is uh, and what level of learning you're on as well, right? If you're like a super Talmud Chacham uh, and Mamish engaged and uh, and you're not mevatel for other things, uh, so then you should pro- uh, then there's more of a reason to say you shouldn't go. Uh, if you normally learn with your phone open and right, you invite in distractions. Uh, so then, okay, so this is so maybe you have a you have a mitzvah over here that to fulfill. Uh, so that's in terms of going to Simcha, uh, if you have Seder, or you have a, a learning Kavua. Uh, what about Sadaka, right? You're in the middle of learning. Somebody comes by with this credit card machine. Uh, hey, can you give to my yeshiva or my kolol or my chesed organization? Uh, should a person stop or not? Uh, so that can definitely be a mitzvah overas, uh, right? This is, uh, you don't know if you're going to see this person again, right? If you know for sure he's going to be here for the next hour or he's going to come every single day or he's going to come to your door later on. Uh, so then better not to be mafsik. Uh, but if you're going to lose out, so then better to be mafsik in your learning because this is a mitzvah overes. Um, and it's not something that's right? Your friend next to you can't give the money that you are going to give because uh, he's going to get extra by you giving. Uh, so now it's not possible. It's also a mitzvah overes. And therefore, uh, a person should stop. If they come into yeshiva and kolalim, so then that gets into a different thing that, um, that ideal, they should, really shouldn't be collecting there in the first place because it's uh, considered bitul Torah derabim. If it's designated as a learning place, like a yeshiva or a kolal, uh, so then it's bitul Torah derabim for them to come in unless they have a pressing need, like really right now, uh, they, sh- they shouldn't be collecting in the yeshiva or in the kolal. Uh, so this comes up in the mirror a lot. Uh, you're learning, and uh, that's where all the... It, it's tough, because on the one hand, that's when they make all their money, right? Because they have everybody in one room. They're sitting down. Uh, they have access to everybody. It's not like shul, where people are running in, and then they're in the middle of, 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 uh, of davening. When they come into the mirror, they now have access to, you know, 4,000 people, uh, and they're all sitting down in their spots, and they can, you know, collect uh, person to person. At the same time, though, they're being mevatel, uh, they're being mevatel Torah, uh, of many people. So in the shuls in, in Eretz Yisrael, they say certain times to do it, that they, that it's permitted. Yeah, yeah. So really, in the middle of Krishna, <laughs> they, they shouldn't. Uh, some shuls allow it during Pesukah de Zimra. They, they say come during uh, come brachos Pesukah de Zimra, and then the cutoffs Yishlabach, and then uh, everybody needs to leave. Uh, so some shuls will have a sign for for the collectors, uh, and then they can come back uh, after Tafna. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, it's a tough shikul because, like, on the one hand, we're, right, these person, these people, they need the they need the tzedakah, they need the money. On the other hand, they're disturbing people, and that's the, really the only way for them to get access to people um, in a much easier way. 
Uh, and on the flip side, they're disturbing people's davening and people's learning. Yeah. Surely you still have a mitzvah to use it. Otherwise, otherwise that means if you're sitting and learning, no other mitzvah can take you away from you. You can learn. Yeah. We don't say that. Uh, so, so Alex is bringing up a good point. That, okay, it could be you shouldn't have come in in the first place, but even if you shouldn't have come in, you still now have a mitzvah over us, so you should disturb your learning in order to give to him. <laughs> um, I, I think the answer is that like once, because once he comes in and he's not meant to, so now it's not a mitzvah that's incumbent upon you. No, it's bit. Uh, no, so they say bitul Torah derabim. So a person, even for tzedakah, even for the mitzvah of tzedakah, for bitul Torah of rabim that are kavua there in the middle of their seder, uh, so that a person shouldn't come in, and therefore it's not an obligation. Meaning, he's coming in and being uh, in a situation of bitul Torah derabim. It's very interesting because if you would be learning on your own, right? So then you should stop. Uh, but it's because you're doing it with a rabbim, like in a full yeshiva, in a full kolal, where this is uh, what everybody's meant to be doing. Uh, so now, I guess that obviates you of your of your chiv. Of, uh, to... No, they don't. Uh, they say you don't have to. Uh, they don't. Uh, you you could, but you don't have to. You yeah, uh, Tibi's bringing another point that now it's encouraging, right? The more the more you give. Uh, it just it just brought on a on a higher level. Uh, Pitzel Torah de Rabin. Is it like is it one person giving a shiur to hundred people and someone going around and disturbing the house of people to say goodbye? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's well, he's disturbing the whole uh, atmosphere and everybody learning. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because I I saw brought down I can't remember from who, but um, that a person should be mivatel even Torah de Rabin if he has a mitzvah overus. Uh, so there's somebody who you can only help now, uh, and you're in the middle of giving shear, right, to uh, 10, 20 people. A uh, person's supposed to be mevatel Torah derabim in order to, to do the mitzvah overus. So I'm not sure, but here it's, I guess, bitul Torah derabim, they put in like a, a different category. Um, and it could be like also like what Tibi is saying, like uh, he's, he's disturbing like the, the, the whole yeshiva. Uh, and if you're going to allow, you know, every single Mishalaf to come in, so then, like, overall, the whole level of learning. Uh, yeah, uh, you were bringing down last time, right? Uh, Rabbi Ingram, were you saying Seder Kavua, uh, that a person shouldn't just... Who is it? Yeah, I wasn't here last time. Is it more Yeah, Seder, Seder Kavua takes a higher precedence. Um, okay, so that's in terms of giving tzedakah. So if you're in, uh, you're learning by yourself, but if it's a real, you know, yeshiva kolo, uh, then a person uh, doesn't have to and maybe even shouldn't uh, stop to give tzedakah. <coughs> um, uh, unless there's a Torah chosesha, like a person has like a surgery, emergency, pikuach nefesh or something like that, uh, which is not the majority of cases. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, what about Amen Kaddish Baruchu, right? Uh, you're middle of learning, uh, and uh, and the Chazan gets up to uh, gets up to Kedusha, 
or, um, or gets up to Kaddish. So should you stop learning in order to answer? Uh, or should you just continue le uh, learning, blaze right through? What should a person do in such a situation? So the post can really go both ways. Uh, I didn't have the full time, but there's basically a river of Safrayim uh, that uh, he goes through both Stadem, he quotes from Moshe, uh, and others that hold that a person, um, a person should not stop. Yeah, if they're if they're in the middle of learning, don't stop for for Kaddish, Baruch Hu, Kedusha. What's the situation? So he's in the room where they're davening, or they're in the room where he's learning. Oof. Um, yeah, Rose asking a good question. I think it's even if you're in the room, saying, what if you come into a shul? So for sure, if you're if if they're in your space, right? Like it's a base madrash or a kolo, and then they they want to have a minion for they have a 115 minion but you're still in the middle of Seder uh, or whatever. You want to extend your Seder and learn longer. Uh, so then for sure in such a situation, uh, it wouldn't be a problem because people see that as a base medrash. Uh, it doesn't, it's not mezalzal in any way. Um, but what about, um, what about if you're in their space, meaning you come to a shul and now you want to learn. Uh, so let's say I come here and I want to learn here at 6.30. Uh, so would that be permitted and, and not to answer uh, Amen, Kaddish, etc.? <coughs> I think even in that situation, it would be the. Uh, I think it would be the same. Uh, the the post can don't say specifically like they they're not mechalek. So I'm guessing it's all this. It so doesn't matter. Picks up a safer in the middle of their davening. <laughs> yeah. Does that mean they don't have, they they don't have an answer as well? Or they, yeah. To be davening at that point. I mean, it's clear that you're not that like you don't have talis and tefillin on or yeah. Uh, so it's clear that you're that you're learning now. Uh, so it's not necessarily mizalzo. Uh, and even the postgame that say you shouldn't be mafsik for things like Kedusha um, and Baruchu, which are, there's, it's, it's a zilzal when a person doesn't answer. Uh, and maybe even Shema. I'm, I'm guessing maybe even Shema, because uh, a person is supposed to fake Shema or say it together with the Tzibur, um, so that he's not mezalzal, because it's brought down in the postgame also. Shema could be a zilzal if somebody doesn't answer. Uh, so except for the cases which are zilzal, a person shouldn't stop. Uh, so, so what pretty much breaks down is just Kedusha, uh, Baruch Hu, and I think Shema as well, uh, a person should stop for. But any of the Amains, even if they're saying Kaddish, Amen Yehesh Me Rabba, a person doesn't need a, doesn't need a stop for, he can continue, he can continue learning. Uh, only when everybody gets up for Kedusha, um, so then, uh, then, then he should stop, get up, uh, and say Kedusha. Every two minutes, a different <laughs> yeah, yeah. So exactly, it'll come up by the by the kosa. So there, for sure, a person can learn, because uh, yeah, there's uh, 50 minyan and you'll never be able. To. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're disturbing the the shul, then yeah, that would be a different. So then you're disturbing the minion, right? So so learn quietly. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have to stop to say amen, right? Every single time. And, uh, or Chazar Sashat, right? Every time. Baruch right. Hashem. Uh, person. In other contexts, he says, Yehei Shemei on a par with Kedusha. Is what? In other contexts, he put Yehei Shemei as the response on a par. Right, right, exactly. But but here it's a different issue. It's not how important it is. Meaning, in terms of importance, you're, you're learning, which could be even more important. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so it's it, so here the context is just zilzal, is it? It's zilzal of the of the uh, of the tzibur. Right. Yeah. So it's only meaning it's only things that are zilzal. 
it's uh, like uh, like the the tzibur is like all uh, doing kedusha together, and you're not going to be doing it, right? So it shows like you're degrading uh, what everybody's doing. Uh, so that only comes up by kedusha, uh, I believe shema as well, and um, and baruch. Uh, so those those three things. Uh, and sorry, I mixed I mixed up the names. It's Ramosha holds that a person should stop for these things to answer. Uh, and it's Rabbi Eliyashev and the Shevet Alevi who holds that one is permitted to. You're always permitted to if you want to. Um, but if um, uh, but you don't have to. Uh, so if you want to continue learning, a person can. Uh, except for if it's something which will cause zilzal of the Vitzibur, right? Everybody's saying Kedusha and you see that guy over there like, oh, you know, what's he doing? <laughs> Not answering Kedusha and people will look down upon it. Uh, and, he's being, and it looks like he's being mizalzal uh, what the Vitzibur is doing. Um, okay, what about Kriyasa Torah? Uh, so that's in terms of uh, Amen. So uh, Amen, uh, Yehesh Meirava, Baruch Hu, Kaddish, uh, Shema, etc. Uh, so all those things, we said it's really a machlokas. A person does have the option if they want to, they of course can. Um, and if they're going to be answering text messages in the middle of their learning, so then they should be answering Amens that come their way out as well. Uh, so... Uh, that's that's the breakdown in terms of uh, in terms of uh, answering in middle of learning. What about Kriya Torah? Right, you're in middle of learning. They start Kriya Torah. Should you stop to to listen, or should you continue, or can you continue learning? Uh, so the Shulchan Aruch actually brings down this halacha, uh, and he says that uh, if you've already started learning before, then you can continue uh, learning. He says can. Uh, so a person can continue learning so long as he already started before. But if you didn't start learning, right, you come into Shul in the middle while they're saying Kriya Satara, uh, and then you can't go now and pull off a safer off of the shelf and start learning from it. Uh, so you can't start in the middle of Kriya Satara, but if you've already been learning before, then you can continue. Um, okay. Even you're learning alone, or you a that makes no difference? Makes no difference, yeah. Even learning alone. Right, so learning... Yeah, quietly, quietly. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay, so now we get up to Sif Yotes in the Shulchan Aruch. This is source number five, all the way at the bottom of uh, page two, moving on to page three. <coughs> uh, so he brings here that Tchilas Dino Shal Adam, the first thing that a person is judged on, is Al Talmatara, on Talmatara. Uh, right, the Gemara brings down Kavata Itim is one of the first questions that a person gets asked. Only afterwards does a person get judged on all the rest of his actions. Uh, so this is one of the most important things Hashem is looking at first. Is, uh, is Were we kovea itim no Torah? Did we learn Torah? Uh, and then Hashem looks at uh, all our other actions because Torah is the fuel for our other actions. That's how we know what the Devar Hashem is, what the will of Hashem is, and then to inculcate it into all the other mitzvahs. Um, okay. Uh, and that's, that comes from the Gemara Sanhedrin, which is quoted here, Kedurav HaManuna. The Amar Rav HaManuna, dino shel adam nidon ela al divrei Torah. The beginning of a person's judgment isn't judged only on divrei Torah. Shenemar poter mayim reishis madon. As the Pasuk says, poter uh, mayim opens the water, reishis madon, reishis madon. But uh, the Gemara translated it as reishis midon, meaning coming from the Lashon of Din. Uh, so the beginning of the din. Uh, so the beginning of the din of a person is on uh, Divrei Torah. And we know that Mayim uh, refers to Torah. So that's Poter Mayim, uh, Reishis Midon. Fine. Uh, 
Seif Chaf moves on the Shulchan Aruch, and he says, "La'olam Yasok Adam Batora, Afilu Shalol Lishma, Shabitoch Shalol Lishma, Balishma." So this is a famous saying that a person should always be Osek Shalol Lishma because through Lo Lishma it's going to come to Lishma. What are some examples of Lo Lishma? Learning Lo Lishma. Kavon, very good. Uh, right, you want to be a respectable person. You want people to look uh, look well upon you. Uh, it doesn't even mean you want to be the uh, people to look at you as like the biggest Talmud Chacham, right? Even I, I want to be a normal person, right? I want people to look at me as like a Ben Torah. Uh, and so a person can learn because of Kavod. Uh, some other examples. For the knowledge, right? For the mental uh, acrobatics uh, or exercise, right? You and you. Enjo- just enjoyable, right? uh, relaxing, helps you get away from the kids uh, slash family. <laughs> um, right? So you, we have many reasons to learn lishma. It can even be for parnasa, right? Person if he's in kolal, uh, okay, I need something to bring in parnasa, so I'm gonna learn. Uh, so there's many reasons why a person could learn shalom lishma, uh, and shalom lishma means not for its sake, right? Not for learning, not for the Torah's sake. Uh, and not as a as a connection point to Hashem, uh, but you're doing it for these alternative reasons. Now, anytime we learn, it's going to be some kind of mix of of reasons, right? We never have just one uh, motive in life. Uh, we're always going to be, you know, five percent. I'm doing this because of Kavo. Ten percent is because uh, I want to I want to feel self-respect. Twenty percent is because I saw my father do it, uh, right? So you're going to have this whole combination of reasons of different motives brought together, uh, but as much as possible, the Ikka reason should be because I want to connect to Hashem, uh, and that should be really the driving force be- behind why a person is doing it, uh, and the more of a percentage that takes up, Leomod, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, uh, to learn in order to do is, yeah, definitely, it's, you're supposed to learn in order to, to uh, and to teach is also it's a it's a higher level of learning, um, <coughs> and that's also because a person gets it more clear when it's lo madal manasalami. Um, so uh, so yeah, a person's never going to have one uh, solely one one reason why he does it, uh, but as much as possible to have that as the main reason uh, why a person is learning. But says the Shulchan Aruch that even if it's shelo lishma, right? You know you're learning not for its sake. Uh, don't be like, don't be mazalzalin and be like, ah, you know, I shouldn't really do it. No, go for the, the good coffee in the morning uh, or the amazing breakfast, right? Uh, or the sushi that, you know, they're going to have at the shir. Uh, so go for the sushi because through going through the sushi, ah, you're going to start developing more and more of a taste of Torah. Also, you're getting yourself in the habit of learning, right? Uh, which is very powerful. The more you do it, the more habitual it becomes. Uh, and then you know the next Wednesday night, even when they don't have sushi, oh, that's my Wednesday night, uh, my Wednesday night thing that I go to this year. Uh, so you're gonna uh, be more likely to learn, uh, and learning brings about more learning. Uh, so through doing it shalom lishma, so then ah, okay, I'll put on a little podcast because I want to continue on that. Yeah. <coughs> um, okay. Uh, so Tosos brings down some some other examples of lolishma. He brings people respect you, which is kavod, honor that Alex was mentioning, uh, take you seriously, uh, and he says other reasons, uh, kadoma, things like that. Um, okay, so now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they want to be learning, impress the Rosh Hashiva so that I'll give a good report. Uh, <laughs> Rosh Hashiva impressing. Uh, so yeah, definitely possible, uh, all these. Uh, better to do it Shalom Lishma, but, but come to Lishma, but that has to be your end goal. Uh, is to come to the Lishma, otherwise you'll never get there. Um, okay, uh, so, so now the Mishnah Bura, uh, uh, sorry, the Shulchan Aruch brings down, uh, and there's a very long Ramah over here, uh, but it's very Shmak, because uh, he goes through what a real uh, learning ethic looks like, uh, how a person really learning uh, with the proper intention, uh, with a real learning ethic, what it should look like. Says the Shulchan Aruch, Ein divrei ha-Torah miskayamim b'misha misrape atzmo aleim. Uh, Divrei Torah is not miskayim, it doesn't last by somebody who, is, uh, who becomes weak through them. Uh, and who, he, rough way, okay, you know, he, he gives up his learning seder easily. And not somebody who can only learn when uh, all his, uh, all the variables are just right, right? He's perfectly caffeinated, has enough sleep, uh, he has his comfortable chair, in, and he needs his stender, right? All the... <laughs> All the luxuries of uh, of the learning Jew, umitoch achila ushtia, and he needs his uh, you know his good coffee, and uh, I'm guilty of that, uh, and, and his good food. Ela b'misha memis atzma aleha. It's only going to be miskayim. It's only really going to last by a person who is memis himself, uh, who kills himself over his learning umitzar gufo, and he's willing to go through the pain. Belo yitain shena leena vusnu malafapav. And he doesn't give sleep to his eyes uh, and, uh, and dozing to, <laughs> to his eyelids. Uh, so basically a person who is willing to give it all up. When, when it says over here that a person has to be mamous himself, it doesn't mean like if you have the option to learn comfortably, you should bedafka, pull out the wooden chair uh, and sit on it for four hours and, <laughs> and make, uh, make sure you're hunched over on, uh, and not using the shen there. It doesn't necessarily mean that. It means that a person has to be willing uh, to put himself through that. Uh, so similar to the Pasuk of Pas B'melech Tochal V'ala Aretz Tishon, that a person should uh, eat, that the Derech of Torah, sorry, not Pasuk, uh, the Mishnah, uh, that the Derech of Torah is for a person to eat just bread and salt. It doesn't mean that a person has option to eat chicken uh, and great foods and meat, and he, should, uh, he shouldn't and he should go for the, and just eat uh, bread and salt and sleep on the floor, right? You shouldn't give up your mattress. What it means is that a person should, has to be willing uh, to, to get to that stage uh, where, he, where he, would put him, he would just eat bread and, and salt if that's all that he had. Uh, so to here, when it says a person should be mitzar himself, means a person has to be willing. That even if there's a, a lot of tsar, uh, he's willing to go through that, that pain and he doesn't need all his uh, extra things in order to learn. Uh, they're, they're not a need for him. And his learning isn't contingent on it. Uh, so now continues the Ramah. Uh, if anybody needs to go, you can go. Uh, a person shouldn't. Um, a person shouldn't think that he'll uh, he'll be osik v'torah, and he'll also get uh, wealthy, and he'll also get kavod, and he'll be well respected, uh, and rise to the top of uh, the politics or in his community. Uh, and he'll do that together with his, lean, uh, with his learning, right? He'll take his learning seriously, become a big Tamachacham, and also I'll, uh, I'll do Parnasa on the side. Uh, because somebody who does this, they're not going to reach uh, the crown of Torah, which is like the ultimate level. 
Uh, you're going to have something else in your life that's going to be de detracting from you. Um, and people who try mixing learning and, uh, and working, uh, it's very, very difficult because the working is, uh, you know, it's more pressing uh, and you feel more of like a real need for it in the moment, right? When that person gives you that, that email that you get um, or the business deal that's going to go through or trying to find the right product, uh, that's like very imminent and very tangible. Uh, and often that takes a person's attention away uh, from his learning in a, in a very real way. And what he's saying is that you're not going to get the Kisra Shal Torah, uh, the highest level, the crown of Torah. But of course, a person needs to earn Parnasa. So what should he do? Make your Torah Keva, make your Torah the main thing. And your Malachat should just be, you know, a side hustle that you're doing on the side. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's keeping you supported. Uh, but, but just for that sake. Um, pretty much keep it at the at the minimum. Basic the basic the Keep your <coughs> keep your working at a minimum uh, so that you can be osig more in Torah. Uh, and remove all of the tanugim of time from your heart. And a person should do work uh, every single day according to his needs. Right, like we know what the the Chafetz Chaim did. Uh, he would open shop uh, until he made enough money and close it. Again, in his situation, I guess it was possible. There are people who, <laughs> uh, who would still come the next day, even though he closed the shop early. Uh, most circumstances, if you leave work uh, as soon as you make enough money for that day, uh, you probably won't be invited back the next day. Um <laughs> If he doesn't have anything to eat, and it's a Maila Gedola, somebody who is Mefarnas from his own uh, from his own workings. So he's not saying necessarily to go in Kola, right? Kola is a Bidiyevet, according to the to the Rama. Uh, better to be Mefarnas from your own Maisa Yadayim, from your own work, uh, but to make it a ride, to make it a very side thing. Only make as, as, as much as you need, nothing more. Uh, and cola, and <laughs> sounds like don't even uh, plan for retirement. I, I guess you could say that's part of the bare minimum. Is, uh, right? Because nowadays a person's not likely to get a job after 60. Uh, so, uh, so that might be part of uh, earning your bare minimum. Um, okay. Uh, somebody who puts his full heart into learning a Torah, uh, and not to do, uh, not to do, uh, melacha to, and to be mefarnes from tzedakah, meaning to get money from tzedakah. Uh, you eat the workings of your hand, of your labor. Uh, so, so, he's um, mechala um, Hashem, and he's mevaza Torah. He's disgracing Torah. It's usher to be nene from divrei Torah to get other hana from from divrei Torah, meaning to do it for parnasa or something else like that. The kol Torah ima avon. And if a person is just learning in Torah and he's not doing any other work, so then it causes avon. It causes him to sin. Right, so he's he's very against somebody just learning, not working at all, um, and to be mefarnes from tzedakah or something like that. Vesofo lelastem habrios, he's going to end up uh, stealing from people because he's going to have uh, a great need for money. 
uh, and uh, and he's not going to have access to it, and he and he can end up stealing from people. Uh, this is all talking about somebody who's healthy, he's able to work, um, and um, and he can involve himself in derech eretz a little bit uh, and to feed himself. Right, he has the skills, he has the ability. But if somebody's sick or or elderly, uh, so then he can be nana from Torah um, in order uh, that that he'll get enough. Uh, there are those who say that even a healthy person, it's mutter uh, for him to uh, be mafarnas himself from Torah, uh, and that's how we paskin lemaisa nowadays. Um, Rambam, many others bring down. Uh, that if uh, if a person's not learning full time, uh, difficult, very difficult for him to be a Talmud Chacham, uh, and he often needs to be mefarnas himself from the Torah learning uh, as a Rebbe, as a tutor, uh, Rabbi, etc. Uh, rabbi is a little bit different. Uh, here it's talking about specifically only Torah context, especially rabbis nowadays where it's more mainly event planning and counseling, etc. Uh, uh, he's not talking about the Yisachar Zavulim pair. He's talking about uh, just like Kolel. Is that being misparnas through your through your learning? It is. Yisachar uh, Zavulim is when someone voluntarily goes up to you and says, "Here, you learn, and I'll work, and I'll support you." That's a voluntary. Where they're saying it's really bad is it's a you, don't, you, don't, you don't. You're not engaging the voluntary thing. You're learning, and then you come to poverty, and then you come to ask people for money. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and he's saying therefore a person should. Uh, should dafka work, but then he's saying, what if a person can can learn and be mefarnas himself from tzedakah or from uh, right from tzedakah money, uh, or I guess there's somebody willing to I, I, paying might be different. Kolo, uh, I think he's I'm, he's he says he says um, so uh, what what he's going on is kolamisim aliba lasuk patora velo lasus melacha. He wants to be osik Torah, not to do melacha, leisparnes minat tzedakah, and to and to be mefarnes himself from tzedakah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it wouldn't even be the same really as a kolal because there somebody somebody wants you uh, to come learn full time and to support you. Uh, here it's uh, you're kind of putting yourself on the tzibor, which which is a, a little bit different. Um, yeah. Um, uh, I, I think he's going even on in general, just just learning full time without any derech eretz, because that was the next thing that he talks about. Also, uh, learning full time without any derech eretz. Uh, um, okay. Um, yeah. So there are those who say that it's mutter, even babari. over here. He, he mentions it. Sharav uh, yeah, got cut off here. It's supposed to be uh, So over here he's saying there's a so that's why in our cities in Ashkenaz, the Rama saying the Rav of the ear, uh, he uh, he's he's himself from uh, from the people of the city and he doesn't do other work um, and he does that in order that he shouldn't have to do other work. Uh, and it'll be a bizoy to the Torah uh, in front of everybody else, right? Everybody's going to see him working as a, as a blacksmith, 
right? And the, he's the Rav of the city, so they're going to be, uh, it's going to be a bizoy to the Torah. And therefore, uh, he said uh, where, the, where he's from, there were no hag that the Rav of the city would be Mepharnas himself from the people of the city. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it would, they weren't what? Right, like like Rob was a Rob was a winemaker. They made shechar. So that's I guess more respectable, a winemaker, and uh, than some of the lower jobs. Um, okay, and he says v'davka is chacham atzarech only a chacham that needs it. Um, uh, but somebody who is very wealthy, for him it would be uh, Asr for him to uh, to be Mepharnas himself from it. Uh, there are those who are Meiko even further, and they say that it's Mutter for a, for a Chacham or, or his students uh, to, to, to receive uh, gifts from, from those who give. In order to be uh, the, the hands of those who learn Torah. Through this, they can learn without any daigas, without any worries. Uh, so this is what the, the modern kolo uh, person relies on. Uh, this heter of the, of the Ramah. Uh, but still, somebody who can be mefarnas well from his own ma'asiyadai and velasak v'torah, midas chasidus who he he, if he can do it himself, work himself a little bit on the side, uh, <coughs> in an awry fashion, that's a midas chasidus umasas elakim he, and that's a that's a gift from Hashem. Ach ein zemidas kol adam, but that's not in the abilities of uh, every single person. She iaf shel kol adam velasak v'torah lahachim. It's not possible for every single person uh, to be osik in Torah, uh, gain fully in Torah, and to be mefarnas himself at the same time. Um, and we'll, we'll end over here. Uh, but that's what the common psak is nowadays, um, why people should go to Kola, learn full time. It's because uh, nowadays, day and age, uh, with age of distraction, and when you're involving yourself in work, it often means that you need to get into emails and messages uh, and everything else that can be very distracting. Uh, and Lamaisa, what we see is that when people split up their time, uh, it's very difficult for them to really, you know, gain focus and um, um, and become a Talmud Chacham. To become a real Talmud Chacham nowadays, people say, oh, you need to be learning full time, right, without any uh, any side parnasa. Uh, and that's why Lamaisa people, uh, why we have so many kolalim, Right, uh, Kolalim in, in Lakewood. Tens of thousands of people learning in Kolalim. Because uh, if, uh, so, the, so the reasoning is based on this Ramah, that if they would split up their time, also be Osik and Parnasa, then they wouldn't be able to be Machim uh, to the same level. All right. Shkoyach. Uh, yeah.